Family from the Heart, podcast episode number 327. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Welcome to another episode of The Family from the Heart, a podcast that is devoted to giving you a behind-the-scenes look into the lives of the Ravenscraft family, a family that has given up on the ordinary to pursue the lives for which they were created. Now, here are your hosts, Cliff and Stephanie. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Family from the Heart. It's been a while, but you guys knew that, right? Yep. Hold on, let me turn this music down. How's that sound? Thumbs fantastic. Stephanie, how are you? I'm all right. How are you? I have never been better and it gets better every single day. Yep. Actually, it's, it's, you know, there has been some seasons. Do you you think the listeners like heard my eyes roll? Like, Uh, do do you think they heard them roll? You know, we're actually here on Periscope today. This is the very first episode of Family from the Heart where we're broadcasting live on Periscope. It is your very first um, experience with Periscope. Have you heard of Periscope at all? Only when you talk about it all the time and when Megan got mad at you for periscoping from the Eiffel Tower. (laughs) Yeah, that was fun. (laughs) Not. She was laying on the lawn yelling about family vacation. (laughs) That was funny. We'll talk about that because we're going to talk about our family vacation. We're not going to talk about Periscope here except for a quick announcement to let you guys know... We have a big announcement for Family from the Heart. Stephanie and I just went and celebrated our 19th wedding anniversary. And longtime listeners know that one of the things that we do on our anniversary is we go out and enjoy a, a long dinner together. And during that dinner, we have intentionally chosen to have a conversation where we kind of look back and say, you know, what have we achieved over the last year or in this well, case? I think the more last... importantly, we look forward. Right. But. That can't happen without looking back. Right. Oh, and, and so we, we, we take some time to reflect on what we've achieved so far in our marriage and as a couple, as a family. But then we do uh, then shift our focus to what do we want to accomplish moving forward? And specifically, we make goals for the new year. And one of the, by the way, that thing, if it drops, it's going to make lots of noise I for them. To, I don't care. I have to fidget. You have to understand that about me. <laughs> You're asking me to sit here like I'm a robot. Sorry. I'll find other things to knock on the desk. <laughs> I don't know why you're... Okay, go ahead. Anyway, what was I saying? You were very long-windedly saying that on our anniversary, we... we one of the things that we decided for our, our year next year, and we'll talk more about our other goals. In, in, in our, another podcast, because this one's about our vacation. This one is about our vacation, but <laughs> we do want to tell you that we made the decision that Family from the Heart is actually coming back. Is it... What? That's... My, I unplugged the earbuds, so and you and fidget, it. and it was it wasn't muted, so yeah. I had to mute it. All right, we're going back to a weekly. We will be here with family from the heart, and except of holidays and and special occasions, well, yeah. obviously, but, normal um, weekly. But through the school year, we can for for the nine months while the kids are in school, we will yeah and record weekly, and then over the summer we'll probably. Go back sporadically to, or or go back to our yep. six week schedule just to keep yep. keep in touch with you guys so we're we're moving towards seasons of family from the heart and and so we're here for a new season of sharing our lives with you on a weekly basis and for those of you guys who want you can actually pop in live on thursdays because we will be periscoping as we are recording the show periscope is a huge thing and we're not going to go into detail but if you are not familiar with periscope look it up and it will be broadcasted off of my account, which is at GSPN. Yes. All right. Sure. There you go. 
Gotcha. So let's go ahead and start and talk about our trip there. I think that would be the best way to start. Even before the trip there, leading up to it, the number of people who asked me, are you ready? Are you packed? Are you ready? Are you packed? Do you have everything together? Do you know what you need? And I'm like, people just don't understand I'm a last minute girl. I'm like packing on the day before, normally at midnight. Mm-hmm. It's like not even remotely possible for me to plan that far ahead. We talked about packing light and everybody having one backpack. How did that go? I think that went fairly well. Um, McKenna and Matthew both had one backpack. They had the one bag. Um, myself, Megan, and, and you had two bags. Um, my extra bag carried things that Matthew and McKenna and myself needed, but wouldn't fit in our regular bag. Right. And, um, so each, and so I think that, I think that we did pretty well. Everybody carried their own bag. Um, even Megan, who had two bags, didn't complain too much about carrying. We made her, um, made it very clear. I made it very clear to her that if you take two bags, you're carrying two bags. Um, and her second is, bag was more of an oversized, like a like three times an oversized purse. It wasn't a yeah, suitcase. It was no, just a it big was bag. Just, it was just a big bag. With handles. That, yeah, with handles and a strap. So she could strap it across her body. She had her backpack on her back yep. and she strapped it across her body. Um, and uh, and I think that it worked well. It I worked mean, We were able well. to do laundry um, fairly regularly and had a i mean had a so what did we take so i had i had my tech backpack with my laptop for work related mm-hmm. stuff at, which i did not do very much work at all thankfully but anyway i had my tech bag and i had my normal carry on so my carry on was a mini suitcase that i typically would take everywhere but it's it was basically the size of a backpack mm-hmm. so so that's what i took you took uh did you have a backpack i had a backpack you had a backpack mm-hmm. and you had a regular carry-on piece of luggage with rollers with, that has yeah. rollers and that had some extra stuff for all three of you as you just said yeah. and then all three kids had one backpack and Megan had the one additional bag one so that's that- all we took we checked no luggage nope everything was a carry-on and the idea was that we intentionally did not want to check any luggage because we had a flight actually two flights there yep uh, we we flew from Cincinnati to Paris then Paris to Scotland and then we flew two flights home. But not only that, but we had train rides everywhere. Yep. And we did not want to carry around all this luggage for two weeks in five different countries. It really was. It really was um, really easy to get around. Yeah. I mean, it, it really didn't. It was smart. Yep. So I'm glad. Rather we- than trying to pack a whole family in like one big suitcase that would be heavy. Um, obviously, we went up and down a lot of stairs based on where we were staying. Um so it worked. It worked very well. So we were scheduled to leave. Uh, I think take off around four or five o'clock in the afternoon. Something like that. Like four. I, what I think. was that? Ju- was that June thirtieth or thirty? Yep. June thirtieth. June thirtieth. We left CVG um, at at like four p.m. Flew into Paris. Got there about six. We were delayed about an hour though. Not on the way there. Okay. We were delayed coming home. Okay. I thought there was lightning storm. That was on the way home. Okay. We sat on the tarmac in Amsterdam for an hour. Okay. It was exhausting and hot. Um, and when we, when we came in, when we flew home, we circled CBG for like Mm -hmm. 30 minutes waiting for the lightning to stop before we could land. Right. Is that what you mean? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Um, 
I don't remember being delayed leaving. That's okay. I, I journaled about the whole thing. So, But you journaled about the whole thing post-vacation. Yeah, but okay. And sometimes your it's, details get foggy. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. So, so, we, so we left in the afternoon on June 30th. You're the one who wants to do the detailed minute by minute. <laughs> we went on vacation. It was a good time. We didn't like your period end of story. <laughs> like that would, be, that would be the podcast that our kids would do. Oh, that I was going to say. Po- Give me a minute. You always interrupt. Um. And anyway, so got into Paris, had a nice long layover. Um, but, well, first of all, the flight, I just want to say, had amazing in-flight entertainment because it was this huge long flight. How many hours was it? I have no idea. Was it eight hours? Eight? I think it was yeah. an eight-hour flight. I watched three movies. <laughs> and the thing is, is they, they had such... It, the movies were great. They were mm-hmm. great movies. I watched The Imitation Game. Mm-hmm. And then they had television shows. So I watched a couple of this week t- or last week tonight with John Oliver. Uh, since we don't have... I think that's HBO. I, I never get to see that. I only see little clips here and there on, on, uh, on YouTube. But anyway, so I watched a couple episodes of that. I did this. I did that. And the thing is, is it kept me so preoccupied... It was like we land at five o'clock in the morning or six o'clock in the morning in France and I haven't slept. Right. None of us did. None of us slept. And on I that got flight. up at five o'clock in the morning that the yeah. thing. Of course, now, of course, we moved forward six hours in France and then we, we got to France. And and one of the things that we did before we left the airport, knowing that we were going to be in uh, France and the Netherlands, uh, I went ahead and got a couple hundred dollars worth of euros. We did cash this entire trip. We didn't yep. do any credit cards. And then I, knowing that we were going to spend time in Scotland and England, uh, we also got some British, I got a couple hundred dollars worth of British pounds. And so uh, luckily I did that before we got to France because that morning when we got there, we were kind of hungry for something to eat for breakfast. And we had our first experience, we had a good experience and a not so good experience with uh, people in France. We had heard that everybody there is rude, and especially to Americans who don't speak French. And when we got into the customs line, there was a very young man who was extremely pleasant and very nice. Uh, something like McKenna was cut. There wasn't a, a line at all. Go ahead no, and tell him. It was, it was really funny. So she had been sitting for, for eight hours. She gets off the plane and, and we are... Um, going back through security to get on our connection flight. And, um, you know, the, the rope, to, the, the poles that they used to rope off, what would be a line, well, there was no line. So McKenna is bending in half and walking under them rather than walking the maze of the line. And her backpack is getting stuck and like nearly pulling the, the stand over. And so I look and I'm like, Janie, don't do that. And the, the guy who was working, he was like, oh yes, do that. Like he was, he liked it. He thought it was funny. Um, I think that was like the only kind person that we dealt with in France. No, that's not true. That's not, I know. That is not even true it's at not, all. Because we had, we had the server at the little, um, little bistro that we ate with, with your friend, um, Ling and, Anyway, so but we did have we did have a run in with a French lady that was not very kind. No, we we so we couldn't find. First of all, we couldn't find any food that we really wanted for breakfast. There is all pastries and sugary snacks and stuff. 
and we wanted something that was a little bit more savory, had protein and stuff like that. And we when found he it. says we, he means him. Okay. We just the kids just wanted something that they would eat. Yeah. Like because the fruit things were not anything that they would eat normally. Right. And so yeah, when you, when you say we, you mean okay. You. So we found a little store and we all bought, we all got our little things, and we all were carry. I mean, we all carried our own things that we wanted in our hands. And there was no counter space, literally no counter space. There was enough counter space for maybe a drink and and one sandwich. Not even that. It was just the corner of. Yeah. And so so that so one of our kids had set that up and she rings it up and and she gives you a total and gave me a total. But wait, we have more. And she she goes, what? You have more? And she had to go and void out the thing. And so she and she unbags those items and then she rings them up again. And then I think th- there, so there are five of us in our family. I think three of you had put all your stuff up and she, and as soon as you had put all that stuff up, I think it was McKenna and I hadn't mm-hmm. gone yet. And she rings it out and she goes, here's your total. And I'm like, wait, we're not done we're not yet. Done. Well, here's the thing. We're trying to hand it to her, but she's the one not paying attention. She wasn't paying any and attention. And so we're, you know, it was what it was. It was, and she was early just, in the morning and she didn't want to be at work and she didn't want to deal with she American so, tourists. And so rude. And it, it is what it is. I mean, that's no different than dealing with people in our airport. <laughs> no, it is. Actually. No, it's not. Or Detroit, which by the way, Detroit, you don't have the nicest people working in your airport. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Um... And, uh, but yeah, so we had our layover in, in Paris and, um, and then we flew to Scotland, Scotland. um, rather easily found our way to a a taxi and got to our, um, our our uh, flat, our, our flat, which was still being, which was still being cleaned. Yep. But they let, but the cleaning lady let us put our stuff down. We went, gotten something to eat. And when we came back, she still wasn't finished. She was waiting on someone to deliver um, fresh linens. And she let us come in and like sit because she understood that we'd been traveling all night and had been awake for 18 hours. More like it was. Oh, more that's like, right. It was it more was than more 24 like hours. It was 26, 36 hours. 36 hours was like the entire. I don't know. Anyway, it was an incredibly long amount of time. That oh, we, had we were been awake. up a total of 36 yeah. hours before we went to bed that night. Yes. That's right. And um. But she let us come in and sit in the living room. I think Matthew, myself, and I fell asleep on the couches that were in the living room. And um, she was very kind. And it was a great um, thing to be able to get in there early after yeah. traveling. And for lunch, while, while so we were waiting, initially, we went down. There was a restaurant right below the flat that we were staying at. And we had our first experience of something that we had over and over again in Scotland, which is fish and chips. Not just in Scotland. Oh yeah, and in England as well. (laughs) I don't care if I ever eat fish and chips again. I don't care if I ever eat fish and chips again. Although I will say this, their fish and chips are good. Oh yeah. But the fact is, is I got, I I was, you know, I'm I'm out of this deep fried French fries and deep battered fried fish and stuff like that. That's just not normally what I would want to eat, but... Really, you know, given the options, that's what I chose, and so did everybody so else. So did everyone else. Um, so we did. Um, we did rest up a little bit, and because we had already bought the tickets, and it was what we were supposed to do. It was what was on the schedule. We dragged ourselves out of the apartment and went to um, Edinburgh Castle. The Edinburgh Castle, um, 
We walked there from our flat, which is about a 20-minute walk. It was about 20, yep. Um, lots of stairs. Lots of stairs um, to get up that hill. Anyway, it was um, it was beautiful, but I don't think that we were in the right frame of mind to appreciate it. No, we were we were travel lagged, jet lagged out. Yeah, I mean, it was it was exhaust. Oh, I've just I'm, I don't think it's been a very long time since I've been that exhausted. Yeah, we we went through and and saw a little bit of things here and there. We saw the chapel and. And stuff. We saw this the Queen's jewels, this Queen yeah. of Scots uh, jewels there, and we we saw all of that stuff. But there was still, I, I'd say, we only looked at twenty percent of the castle. Yeah, we didn't see much at all. We just and you guys spent. said we know you want to do this, and we're not going to complain or anything like that. But if you guys, if you don't mind, Cliff, you guys, you go, you go ahead. ahead. We're going to we're sit all right going to sit right here. We probably would have been arrested for napping and, on the bench. And so I I walked out, and I and I I'm like you know what, I'm tired too and I don't want to make them sit there. Right. And I know that we paid to come here to the castle and we've only been here for 20 minutes. But I think we were there for a little longer than 20 we minutes. May, but We may have was, been there for yeah. an hour. I don't know. But I, I think we ended up leaving at an hour. At an hour. That makes... But there was so much more to see and I felt terrible for And I thought I was going to feel terrible but, as well, but it, it didn't. It, it, I was tired. We were all And we tired. had to be up early, early the next morning. Now, here here's, was the original intent. The original t- intent was that I just wanted to mark Scotland off of my bucket list, right? And so when we were planning this trip, Scotland was really for me. Nobody else was really all that excited about going no. to Scotland. And I'm like, okay, well, if we're going to, if we're going to Europe and we're going to be in the UK, I'm going to Scotland, right. I, even if it's just for one full day. Uh, and I figured, you know, okay, where am I going to go? Edinburgh. I heard a lot about Edinburgh. It was either Edinburgh or Glasgow, right? And so I'm like, let's do Edinburgh. And then I'm like, okay, what are we going to do in Edinburgh? Well, like, let's go, go see castle. a castle. Right. And so the so basically the whole we were going to fly in and kind of rest from travel, and then we would spend that next day. We'd see Edinburgh Castle and just walk around the city of Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. And we talked about that in an episode of Family from the Heart. The thing is, though, is Shane Whaley who is a graduate of my podcasting A to Z course. He, he, he used to live in the UK and he's like, Cliff, I listened to it. He said, there's no way, dude, you're going, you're going to, you're going to be in Scotland. And if your intention is to go to Scotland and, and you're going to go there and spend a whole day and all you're going to do is see the city of Edinburgh, you're doing yourself a huge disservice. And I'm like, you know, in my mind, I would love to to do more. I said, here's the deal. What if I went and saw Edinburgh, the castle at night when we come in? And then, you know, I have a, one full day is all I have. I have a full day. And then the next day we leave. Um, so if I have all day from morning to night to do anything, if I, rent do? A, if I rent a car, can I go somewhere where I see those flowing hills and 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 big vast lands and and cliffs and all that other stuff is that even possible he says here's the deal when my girlfriend and I at the time my girlfriend at the time and I took this tour called from this company called Rabbies and he gave me a link to the tour and he says go and on this it's a 12-hour tour starts at eight o'clock in the morning and ends at eight o'clock at night and so we signed up for it and so after the castle we went back to the flat which We'll get back to the tour in just a moment, but let's talk about the apartment that we stayed in. Okay. It was, we told you guys it was our very first experience. We had never had experience with Airbnb before, but we tried the entire trip 
planning it on Airbnb because we wanted to go cheap. Mm-hmm. We wanted to be able to, instead of spending money for two hotel rooms everywhere we went for two weeks, which would be very expensive. We, we wanted, wanted to be able to see Europe. We wanted to be able to spend that money instead on doing tours and visiting, you know, landmarks and stuff like that. And we were really only going to be sleeping at these places. So we tried Airbnb and found uh, some different places. So the one in Scotland was, how would, I I don't want to taint your review of it. What would you say about our apartment in Scotland? I enjoyed it. Okay. I I enjoyed it. It had um, two bedrooms, kitchen and and, um, living room. And two bathrooms, one with a tub, one with a shower and a toilet, which actually ended up working out for our family. Um, it was roomy. It was comfortable. It really, or maybe we were just too exhausted to know the difference. It was roomy. There was plenty of space. The only, the only downside, okay, there are only two downsides to the Airbnb location that we stayed in. Because it was so cheap, we... The beds were all the cheapest mattresses you could buy at IKEA. Like mm-hmm. you know, it, I think you could. Probably, I didn't even care about that. I, I'm, but, not, I'm not but saying yeah. it was. A, I'm not saying this is a complaint. It was a, just a drawback. Just a draw, it, it was yeah. not a comfortable mattress to sleep on. Yep. It was. It was only slightly better than what would be included on a hide a couch. Right. You know, just slightly better than that. But you know, the thing is, is that I realized that probably people who spend very little money on Airbnb sometimes don't take care of it. There, mm-hmm. I've heard of people who go in and they destroy these things, and right. so I would imagine, you know, at replacing them a couple times a year or at least every other year, they're replacing these mattresses, and so it's obviously cheaper. If we would have spent a lot more money on an Airbnb, probably would have had nicer mattresses. Right. And so that's not a knock against where we stayed. The only other drawback is that we stayed, the the apartment was right above a restaurant. And so the kitchen of the apartment was right above the kitchen of the restaurant. And you could tell that they leave their dirty dishes in the sink overnight and they wash them the next morning because it had that nasty, dirty, overnight, mildewy dish smell in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. But as long as we didn't go in the kitchen, which we really didn't need to, it didn't bother us. So overall... I would say on a for value of that apartment um, at for what we wanted it for, I'd rate it a ten out of ten. Okay. Would you say that? Yep. Okay. So yep, that it was, was it. It was a very good experience with mm-hmm. Airbnb in Scotland. Now um, we got up the next morning around six o'clock and we left around seven and made it to our tour location, our start tour starting location by eight o'clock in the morning. And tell them how would you describe our tour? Um, I absolutely, well, first before, um, after we found where we were going, then we wanted to find something to eat before the tour started and found this, um, what was it called? Pret-a-manger. Is that right? Yeah. Is that right? Anyway. Which is basically French for fast, uh, fast food, I think is what they said. I think so. Something else that anyway, anyway, but it's so good. Everything was, everything was, was fresh made that day. If they don't sell it that day, they throw it away. Um, all organic, all organic. It was so good. And we ate there. Um, they were everywhere. They were everywhere through in the UK, Scotland and the UK. And so we, we ate there several times. Um, very, very good. Anyway, I thoroughly enjoyed our tour of the highlands all the way up and most of the way back. <laughs> yes. 
And we'll talk about that in just a moment. Um, it it was incredible. Um, John, our tour guide, is the best storyteller I think I've ever heard in my life. Imagine. And if we want to get a hold of him and have him like record bedtime stories for me, that would be okay with me. He had a, he, this guy was probably in his late fifties. Would you say? Yep. And he had this very thick Scottish accent, it, but not so thick that you couldn't understand him. Right. Even through the speaker system that was in the um, bus. Right. I have to sneeze. Go ahead. No problem. So, and the, by the way, the bus is a little mini bus. It was a Mercedes bus that seats no more than 16 people, right. passengers. It actually is a 16 passenger bus. I think there were bus. 14 in our group because one didn't show. Yep. One couple did not show. Yep. Uh, and the sides of the bus are panoramic windows. And he, and anyway, but John, uh, let's see here. John said that, or no, John actually has a vast knowledge of Scottish history. Seriously. And he was like sitting in on, I mean, the entire day riding with him, driving us around. It was like sitting in a lecture hall of. No, it a, was better. It was, it was better. But I'm just saying as far as the education we got, okay, it was yes. like, it, it was as if we were in an advanced level history course right. talking about the Scottish Highland clan history absolutely fascinating as somebody who my you know when i was in college my my major was history Mm -hmm. and so i was eating it up it was amazing and like you said he was the best storyteller best storyteller the the greatest part of it is as he's telling the stories we're actually driving through the places all this stuff happened nice you mind if i put some water over there do you i guess not okay you might want to close your lid but then anyway, it'll be loud when I open it back, and fine. you'll yell at me. I'd rather you close your noise. pop your noise your your lid. <laughs> anyway, so what was I? So anyway, it was great. Uh, we went to we saw Loch Ness. We went to uh, Inverness. We went to Glencoe. We learned the story the the story about the massacre of Glencoe. We heard bagpipes. I mean, it was just incredible. What are you looking at on your phone? Nothing. Go ahead. I'm listening. Okay. So the, the, we, we did. We, we had the most amazing tour. The, it was the most beautiful place in the world I've ever been to. There's only one other place on earth that I can imagine might be as beautiful as what we saw in the Scottish Highlands. And that is New Zealand. And I know that for, I only imagine that because of what I've heard from Father Roderick who's been there. And also from what I've seen on the various um, uh, special reports from the Hobbit movie. when Okay. When they were making those special uh, video out, what do you call those extras? The extras, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it was it was a most beautiful, incredible experience. I loved it. It was awesome. It, it was it was stunning. It was absolutely stunning. Um, and listening to when we drove through, um, when we drove through Glencoe, and he's talking about. Um, the history and telling the stories of that was Glencoe, right? Yep. Of, of the, it was a massacre and just, it was just, it was eerie almost. It was, it was, it was, he told it in a way that you can feel it. You're not just hearing it. Yeah. You were experiencing um, yeah, the story. It, it was truly incredible. We actually sat with John, um, at lunch when we were in Loch Ness. Um, and so talked to him some more and just, it was, it was cool. Yep. And, I remember uh, thinking to myself, when I come home, I want to de- I want to dive deeper into Scottish history, mm-hmm. spe- specifically the Highland culture right. and the clan history. And I'm I'm thinking there's got to be television, there's got to be movies more than just Braveheart. 
but there's got to be movies. There's got to be know, I've TV never shows. seen that movie. Really? Really. We should watch it. Eh. It's it's a decent movie. I, okay. I it's not like a favorite of mine, right. but it is a decent movie. Okay. And and we were there where it happened. Right. I know. So I've just never been a fan of Mel Gibson. Of Mel Gibson. It's a good movie. So, I say we watch. That's it. why I've never watched it. Let's watch it this weekend. We'll see if we can fit that in. Okay. All right. Cool. So anyway, um, but we we came home and we've since fallen fallen in love with the TV show Highlander. Outlander. Or yes, Outlander. Thank you. There is You're a welcome. show called Out. Highlander there is a show called movies, Highlander. Right. But uh, but, but the show that we fell in love with was Outlander. And, from Stars, um, I think. Yes, from Stars. Incredible, incredible show. Um, writing ensemble location. Yeah. You just, you name it and this show has it. It also has gore and sex. So if you have problems with that, watch it, you know, watch out. Um, yeah, it, it, but, um, it's got some questionable stuff in it, especially the finale. We won't go into any details, but it's, some intense things in there. Yeah. But um, but like I said, ensemble and, and location and, and writing and storytelling in Scotland, it's in the Highlands, incredible. right where we were. Yeah, it, it really is incredible. So <sighs> we were there. <laughs> It was awesome. Anyway, <laughs> so it was awesome. That that was our trip. We got back at eight o'clock that night. Yeah. Went back. Actually, to our... I think we got back a little bit early. I think John's got a little bit of a lead foot. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> because I think we got back before everybody else. Probably. But we, we had a wonderful time, except for there was some, there was an incident at the very, <laughs> what was it? One of the last stops. It was the, it was one of we the last a, stops it was because the we got the off. It, it was before we, yeah. Um, so John wanted to stop and let us see this waterfall, um, and we get off. We get off the bus and and walk up, and it's really it's really pretty, but you can't. There, there's a better view, which Megan wants to go see to get a picture from this better view. Come on, Mama. Okay, so there's a little trail. But it had rained, and so there's mud. So, you know, on my way in, I, you know, hop over the mud and and um, go down to see, to see this view and, and watch her take this picture. And on the way back, I slipped while hopping over the mud and um, twisted my ankle. Yep. Um, I'm like, it's no big deal. It's twisted, whatever. And it's going to hurt, but... I'm on vacation. What can I do? You know, day two of our vacation, day two of a 14 day vacation. I, I twisted my ankle. So, um, it was, it was stiff. It started to swell and you know, I'm going to do the best I can, but I should probably take it easy. And you know, those wedges that I packed, I probably won't be wearing those. I think you wore flip flops the entire, I wore flip flops and sandals the entire two weeks of our trip. And, um, and my foot was so swollen that they were cutting into, my like when I took them off you could tell that I had them on because yeah. they had left imprints we since um, came home and found out that you had so when I came home um well here's the thing so it was swollen the whole time it was swollen it was sore you know it bruised up by my toes and it bruised on you know the side of my foot and we were only walking five to 15 miles a day every single day for two weeks after right. that no big deal right <laughs> um I don't I wouldn't declare what I was doing as walking but but I was keeping up fairly well I don't think I slowed us down all that much, no. um, except on stairs. Stairs were rough. But um, <clears throat> so when the swelling started to get, now we were gone for two weeks. And I was on it constantly for two weeks. 
And when I come home and, and I rest it and the swelling starts to go down, well, then the pain sets in. It wasn't, I mean, it was tender when it was swollen, but when, when the swelling went down, it, it was quite painful. And so I went to um, an orthopedic urgent care that we have here and they're like, um, that's a third degree severe sprain and you're kind of stupid for being on it for two. I mean, the guy was so dumb, treated me like I was so dumb and maybe I was, but I was in another country and I didn't even think to go have it looked at or I rested it when I could and, um, and, th- and that was it. And uh, so he gives me this whole lecture about how being in, because I had mentioned that I was in Scotland when I did it. And so he gives me this whole lecture about about Edinburgh being like one of the top medical school places in the world and all that yada yada. I'm like, okay, like I was supposed to know that. I mean, I yeah. just, number one, I'm not really one to whine about a lot of pain. I got to be in a lot of pain for me to be whining about it. And um, number two, I was on vacation. Mm-hmm. And we had scheduled things. I mean, it's, I it's, had stuff to do and see. I wasn't going to be spending. It wasn't. You know, I mean, if you would have said, hey, I really think I, I need really to, think I need to get this. We would have done it, but, but it just felt like a twisted ankle. It did. So I, I I love like five days later, you're like, you know, that spring, right? I'm like, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we didn't know to what degree it was spring. So when I uh, when it when the ligament moved, it actually cracked my ankle bone and um, I was in a boot and and then for, a brace for a couple of weeks and, and a brace and and now you're back to strength training and everything's fine i wear my brace while strength training and it's it's feeling fine awesome it's feeling fine all right so still not wearing wedges though right <laughs> i'm really missing my summer shoes so uh after the tour we had dinner at a, a pizza place pizza place actually had pretty good pizza it was pretty good pizza there in scotland and uh, and again, you, you'll notice that what we ate during this two weeks is not in line with what our new lifestyle of food no. is. But what? we have very American eating children. Yeah, and hu- and and, you and have husband. husband. Yes, exactly. Right. And I and am so very American it, eating. It's um, it it was our greatest challenge. I think I think feeding you and the kids was our greatest challenge while we were gone. Yeah, the one thing I didn't know if we could do or not, if I, I didn't know that I could, if I could pack an entire suitcase full of uh, like Okay, that's just obsessive parts. because then you're taking three suitcases and that was unallowed. Well, I could have fit it all in my one suitcase <laughs> yeah. and my tech bag. But, but I love I, I love I've actually researched I can take protein bars and I when I go back in September next month mm-hmm. to speak at New Media Europe, I am taking protein okay. bars. But um, no fish and chips for me. I loved Scotland, and um, I'll say the rest when we're done. Okay. Okay. All right. So we took a train headed into yeah, London. Next morning, we got on a train, and the train from uh, Scotland to London was beautiful. It was like it was four and a half hours, something like that. Yeah. And it was just gorgeous scenery. It was. Got to see the countryside of the UK. Yeah. It was just absolutely. Drop dead gorgeous, awesome. Not as beautiful as the Highlands of Scotland, no. but it was the the it was it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, the plains were just awesome. Um, so yeah, we got in. We go into we let, we stop. We stop in at King's Cross Station. King's Cross Station. It was and a big deal for. We did not do the whole Harry Potter thing. We saw it over there, solid. but we, it, there the was line a long was, line. It was a long line, yeah. and we were tired. <laughs> right. So what did we do? I think that was the definition of our vacation. We saw that, but we retired. The very first thing that we did in London was sought out 
Chipotle. Chipotle. And took like the longest taxi ride ever to get there. Yeah. I know I know my way around London now. I yeah. mean, I know my way all around London. Right. Uh, and one thing I can tell you is that we we were just one train stop away from But we Chipotle. were so tired that we didn't even care. The kids wanted a taxi ride. So we spent, I don't even know how much. I mean, it was probably like 25 euros yeah. or something like that to uh, go. Pounds. That'd be pounds. Yeah. yeah 25 pounds to just go a couple blocks Mm -hmm. and i'm like okay fine well we could have gone a couple blocks we went like way out of the way (laughs) he did (laughs) it was was funny but um but we did we first thing we ate um in england was chipotle Chipotle. (laughs) yep and i loved it i i thought it tasted just like here it was the cheese was different but it in it so it gave it just a little Mm -hmm. i I think it was just aged differently it it was i probably even fresher cheese or but I enjoyed it. Okay. Um, I didn't. It was too sharp. But, um, but the, it, I mean, it, it was what it is. Now, I did like that they, they overcooked their chicken a little bit. So it was, it was a little, crispier, it was a little crispier. It was a little blackened. And, and I like that. Megan so or McKenna, McKenna also loved their Chipotle. McKenna loved Chipotle because in England they have carnitas which is something that we are not able to get right now at our Chipotle's here in yeah. the States. So how many times did we eat at Chipotle? Just twice. Just twice. So we yeah. ate in Chipotle, ate at Chipotle twice while we were in England. Right. So anyway, so we ate and then we went to our flat in London. And what, what was our apartment experience or our flat like for Airbnb in London? Would you say, I'm going to okay. let you give your opinion and then. Okay. So um, the closet that we stayed in in London was um was was fine it was still a two-bedroom it was hold on no yeah it was okay it was two-bedroom because matthew had his own it was two bedrooms um the size does not did not bother me at all i actually really loved that we were all so close together Mm -hmm. um it was very reminiscent of the old house because we're all so spread out here um but uh so so the tight quarters did not bother me right um the Small kitchen did not bother. I actually loved that, you know, um, and which I did cook in once or twice, I think. Anyway, but um, if you call, if you call the beds in Scotland like the lowest form of IKEA, then these were like that only been used for twenty years. Yes, because they were. It was. And we were there the longest, so yes, it was incredibly uncomfortable um, sleeping arrangements. But like I said, the space did not bother me at all. Um, it was uncomfortable to sleep on. The shower was a bit of an issue in that the curtain would not stay up. It kept falling down. Um, <laughs> it's really difficult to take a shower when, when if you turn and you're the curtain gets stuck to your wet shoulder. It's falling on you. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but it was, it, it is what it is. I wanted, I wanted an experience and I got that. Yeah. Um, our kids would describe it much more negatively than I did. Um, I, re- I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Now, if I ever went back, I know I don't need to stay in central London. Right. We stayed. We stayed in Central London. Yeah, and we were in the financial district. We don't need to stay there. Off the old street. Yes. Um, subway stop. 
Yes. So my my opinion uh, on a scale of one, to, we gave a ten out of ten for the value of what we paid for it. I would say that I would rate our London flat. I don't know what we paid. So I, you have to- it, it was very inexpensive mm-hmm. per night. It was about the same per night as what. Actually, no, it was a little bit more. But we were in central London. I right. Mean, come on. So, but still, even for the value and everything like that, I would rate it a probably a six out of ten okay. experience. Yeah. And the reason why is because of the bathroom mainly. Mm-hmm. Uh, the beds, yeah, we expect the beds. You know, the, the, the beds are what they are. They are what they are. Um, but and. But the the bathroom is this really old bathroom. Is back in the it was this apartment that we were in. It was built in the days before showers were really a big deal, and so it was just a really thin tub. And they didn't have showers back then, and so they didn't have shower curtains to hang. And so the the there's a window in the bathroom that's cut out of the wall, and literally where you would put a shower curtain, the that's where the window that's is. where the window is. And so to be able to put a shower curtain up, they took a shower curtain that is a straight rod and bent it a little bit so that they could actually hit the wall to the left of the window, which means that even if the shower curtain did stay up, which it did not, um, then if it was hanging, you only had one third of the bathtub. Our kids were like, we'll just shower when we get to France. Like, and, and here's the deal, people. We were in London for six days. I'm like, you cannot go six days without showering. Just take a cup, get in, pour water over your body, soak yourself up, take a cup and wash it off. It's, it's not that big of a deal, but, um, it definitely added to the adventure. It added to the adventure. It, um, it was a challenge, but it, it worked. I'll tell you, um, Megan, Megan and I actually took to washing our hair in the kitchen sink. Yep. And, um, and because like Cliff said, it was a very narrow tub. I have very wide hips. I didn't really fit in the tub. Um, it just wasn't happening. And so we washed our hair in the kitchen sink and she actually loved having me wash her hair for a week. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So I I would rate if, if it wasn't for the, the bathroom experience and the bathroom experience made it is what really dro- dropped it down because it was very inconvenient for Stephanie and incredibly, it, it was incredibly challenging for all three of our children. Mm-hmm. And, and that, you know, that, that experience for them challenged their moods yep. and their overall view of the experience. Right. And so that's why it, it was, the bathroom was a terrible thing. And, and yeah. So, but, um, but we weren't spending a lot of time there during the day. No. We were, um, you know, up and out. Um, so the first night, I think I went out by myself, you right? You went out by yourself. I was resting my <laughs> newly sprained ankle. Yep. And um, the kids were tired after traveling all kids day were exhausted. and the day before. So, so we stayed, you know, after we had Chipotle and found the place, we stayed in. And then the kids and I stayed in most of the next day. Yeah. Um, I don't think we left until we went to see Les Mis. Right. So... So what happened what did you- that night, that first night, I when we after we had Chipotle, we went back to King's Cross and I got our oyster passes. Or actually, I got them. You got those before we I got left, them before, and you tried to make no, us take the underground to Chipotle, which would have been we, one stop. Which, but we didn't know that, and yeah, neither no. did you at the time. So we took the taxi. We took the taxi. But I, but before we went to Chipotle, I did get our oyster passes, which were unlimited passes to 
to to go anywhere on the tube within a certain radius of London. So it, it, anyway, so I took and, and not only just the tube, but also the the double decker red buses. Mm-hmm. And so I like which worked out perfect when the underground went on strike. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, we we were touring all. I'm touring by myself all through London, taking you know these double decker buses, and I think I got in at around two o'clock in the morning. And so I slept in the next morning as well. And then uh, our first full day in but London. But you did go out to get some. You had to go out. But you went out on Saturday before we did. Just scope for. To, oh, I think you had to go get our tickets to France. Did you have yes. to go to. Yeah. I went to King's Cross to get our no, tickets. No, you had to go to St. Um, St. Pancras, Pancras, which is across the right, street. Which is across. Right. But. So I went to St. Pancras to get our tickets for France and to scope out a place for dinner before going to Les Mis. Right. Um, what did we eat that night? I can't remember. I don't even remember. I don't either. I don't think we went back to Chipotle that day. We didn't. Um, anyway, it doesn't matter. We had dinner, I'm sure. <laughs> then we we actually took the tube and went to Piccadilly Circle. We did. Which is kind of like a Times Square for London. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it, and there's a whole theater district, so it's like Broadway and Times Square. It, it's just like that. Anyways, we saw Les Mis in London, and it was incredible. Best musical in the world. So good. I think it was my seventh time singing, and I think it was your fourth or fifth. Um, I think it was my fourth. Okay, that makes sense. It was my fourth, but it was the first for all three of our kids. It was the first for and all three of them. Megan, Megan is a Lamez fan, mm-hmm. hands down, loves it, and um, so she was the most excited about going and seeing it. Mm-hmm. Now McKenna has heard us listen to the music and and has an appreciation for it, but never really understood the story, and and rightfully so. She's ten. Right. So while she was excited that she was, she understood, she understood at 10, I'm going to London and I'm seeing Les Mis. Like right. she understood that. So she knew it was a big deal for us. And Matthew's just like, I don't want to, do I have to go? Matthew <laughs> like, was so upset and he was like, kind of I don't grumpy. like musicals. I don't want to do this. I don't, I want to eat here, but everybody else wants to eat here. And it was just dealing with a 13-year-old boy. That yep. it's and I told him, I said, Matt, when it starts, I promise you, you're it, going to enjoy it this. It will and not like, disappoint. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Think, I don't, I don't know. know. We'll see. And it got started, and he loved it. He absolutely loved it. They all did. Um, I re- um, so at one point, the, the lady sitting next to Megan, um, she, she was an older woman, had never seen had never seen it before it was her first time and so megan is sitting there through the whole first act and she's singing along and she's like totally engaged and um during the intermission she uh, she the woman looked over and she goes so you've seen this before she goes this is my first time but i've listened to the soundtrack my whole life and um so they had like this little this little conversation and um and that was nice i'll tell you the best thing they served ice cream at intermission which was a godsend because it was so hot in there. No air conditioning. I was sweating in places that are unladylike to sweat. It was disgusting how I felt in my own skin. But um, but it was yummy ice cream. Um, 
so good, and I would go back again just to see. I think was it Valjean was the best Valjean we'd ever ha- seen. Aside from my favorite, who is on or not my... Valjean? I'm sorry, you're right. No, no. Javert. Javert. Yes. This was the best Javert that we've ever best seen. Javert I've ever seen. Yeah. On. Ever. Yeah. It was. It, it was incredible. It. It. it yeah. It was. It was absolutely yeah. awesome, and so good. that that would have been worth the whole trip just to see that. Yep. So we already had this great Highland Scotland experience, and then Les Mis is like, yes, this was. And amazing. then we we could have left London after that, yeah, like well, and been completely content. We could have. We could have. However, um, however, we did more. due to due to my um, not in London though. Well, we did do the one day where um, yeah, we yeah, go ahead. Sunday. So um, I think it was Sunday. Anyway, we um. We, you wanted to go see Piccadilly Circus, right? Piccadilly Circus. After the show. Kids were exhausted. My foot was hurting. We wanted to go back. Right. And um, so you took us back and then you went back out. Didn't you stay until like four? Didn't you see? It was till two. Two? Okay. And actually, I here I thought that was the night before, but you're right. It was actually that after was, it was that, night, yeah. that was the night that I toured London all okay. by myself. And I don't know um, what I did the day before. I, yeah. I probably slept. Some of our days run together. <laughs> yes. Um. Anyway, so so the kids and I went back. We went to bed and, and you went out and then you saw um, London by yourself at night. And was it Sunday that we got up and we went and did the eye? I don't remember the days because you told because me Monday you didn't we want went me to, to look at Isle my calendar. To... No, well, hold on. Monday we went to the Isle of Wight. Okay. And then we did Stonehenge, and then we did Cardiff. Yeah. So it had to have been it had to have been Sunday that we went and we did the Eye and we did the um, Madame Tussauds, um, which the kids loved because it was well air conditioned because they got to keep the wax from melting. Yep. Um, it was. Uh, the London Eye was amazing. The London Eye was amazing. I was so terrified to go on that because I I have a fear of heights. I don't know if my fear is is specifically of heights, but it's definitely from falling from a great height. <laughs> so um, put that together however you like. But you didn't even, you couldn't even tell you were moving, which was an incredible thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could see absolutely everything everything yeah and so we we saw the eye or we 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 did the eye saw london from the eye saw big um, ben westminster abbey yeah, it's so cool um parliament the- and 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 buckingham palace all the way on the other side the tower of london um incredible yep so then um after the eye we rushed over to Madame Tassad's because we thought we only had an hour. Yeah. Ended up they stay open for an hour later after they close the doors. Like admission ends at seven and then they everybody has to be out at eight. Right. Um we heard they closed at seven and we were getting there at six. And so right. we thought we only have an hour, but they actually went right. they, we had plenty of time. We had until we eight. And because we went later, it wasn't as crowded. Yeah. Which was nice. Yeah. Um but that that was just fun. It was. That was that that wasn't something we had to do. Nope. That was just fun. We all had a good time in there. Yep. I have some great pictures of McKenna with some of the it was it was fun. Um and uh 
we had dinner at a really popular pizza place that I can't remember the name of, but they were everywhere. Oh, yeah. And um, I can't remember the name of it either. Me neither. So after that, after dinner, we went, we saw Buckingham Palace. Mm -hmm. And then we went to the London Bridge to take a picture of the Tower Bridge. Yes. And then we went back. Monday, we went to the Isle of Wight. Yes. And the Isle of Wight was an adventure of huge proportions. It was. Because what happened was we had to take a train. It was a several hour train. It's like a two hour train. Yeah. Two, two, two and a half hour train. Something like that. It was actually, you're right. It was a two hour train. Uh, we had to take that to the ferry to get on the Isle of Wight. And then waiting for us was uh, Mike and Isabella Russell. Yep. And... They had helped us arrange for our family to have our own private taxi for the day. We had a taxi driver, and he spent the entire day with us. Who I'm sure is still telling stories about the American tourists that he drove around. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we had the most. We we got we got to the place where we were so tired, and, and we were happy. slap happy, and we everything was funny. Even we, if it wasn't funny. We were gut-busting laughing. It, it, it Laughing. It was just incredible. At one incredible. point, we broke out into random silly songs from VeggieTales. And if you don't know what those are, you should look them up. Yeah. And then picture the five of us in the back of Jaxie singing them. Just randomly. It was um, It was an adventure. It was an adventure. And and Mike and Isabella were just so incredible. They showed us, I mean, we, they took us out to breakfast. We went out to lunch at this pub. Oh, Megan is still talking about the garlic farm where she had to eat breakfast, where everything's made with garlic. And they even have garlic ice cream. And who eats garlic ice cream? That's absurd. Yeah. Like, yeah. We went to the beach. But she had a good time. <laughs> she did have a good time. Uh, we went to the beach and we... Uh, saw what 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 house was that that we visited? Osborne House the Osborne House Wait, not the Osborne House it's Osborne House um, which is was the family vacation home for Queen Victoria and Prince Albert gotcha so we went in there and toured that and then there was a meetup that evening now the meetup started at what time seven something like that something I, like something that. like that but by that time dude we're tired we are exhausted like I mean, we said it was there but we were tired. And and there was a lot of people there that were excited to see me and because it was all podcast. It was a podcast yeah. meetup that Mike and Isabella put together. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I am so tired. And I just tried to give everything I could to to being fully there. And I think about an hour into it, I was about I mean, literally physically about to pass out. Mm-hmm. And and so I said, but at least at least you you um held conversations with people. I did. I think, um, well, McKenna and Matthew went to the little shop downstairs from where the meetup was and bought a bucket and a pail and went out and started building a sandcastle on the beach. Um, they had a pretty good time doing that for a little while. Megan and I sat in a corner and basically were like dead to the world. Yeah. So tired. Not, it's not even because you guys able didn't to, want to talk to anybody. It's just exhausted. I was just exhausted. If someone would have sat down and talked to me, I probably could have sat and talked, but at that point I couldn't stand because of my foot. And so I just kind of sat out of the way and propped my foot up. And I was just like, if somebody comes to talk to me, I'll speak. I'll interact. But if not, I'm perfectly fine in the corner by myself. Yeah. I was, 
I, I didn't I did not have it in me. Yeah, I, I, I did enjoy the, the folks that I had talked to, the conversations we had. But I, I felt so bad because I'm like, listen, I we're going to I'd like to catch the the we, we to, were going to take the last ferry out, which was at nine o'clock, which I think would have put us getting back at like midnight. midnight. Yeah. And we left at like 6 a.m. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, we're exhausted. Yeah. And so we left an hour early and uh, was very thankful for them to to allow us to leave early without giving us a hard time because it was so exhausting. So exhausting. But we had an it was an incredible day. And the, and spending that time with Mike and Isabella for our family was it was, it was a really good. Time. Yeah, it was really good. Um I do have to say the best thing about lunch on the Isle of Wight, we went to this little pub that had really good fish and chips. Yeah, that was those were good yeah. fish and chips. But had the had the I think the first vegetables that I ate while on that vacation. <laughs> I had mushy peas. Yeah. And I absolutely loved them. Yeah, it was so. it was incredible. So, and here's the deal: I told Megan, I said, "Listen, you, your entire life, chances are." And I told actually all the kids this: I said, "Listen, you'll you'll be able to talk to people, and and most people that you know will never say that they've been on a European vacation. Right. But it's almost certain that for the rest of your, you could go the rest of your life and never have a friend tell you that you that they've been to the Isle of Wight. Right. This is a place, you know that that." You know, you just don't get to see. And it was it was beautiful, gorgeous and and a part of England that most people will never visit. So it was absolutely well, it's not a big tourist destination. And so I'm so glad that Mike and Isabella talked us into uh, spending a day there with them and that and they were incredibly kind to host us. So thank you, Mike and Isabella. All right, Absolutely. so that was the Isle of Wight. We got back around. We still got around eleven o'clock. That I think it was night. at eleven that we got in, and um, and what was the next day? Dropped in bed, got up the next day, and was that uh, Stonehenge? Went to Stonehenge. Yeah, so we went to Stonehenge. I was looking for another tour like the Robbie's tour, and I couldn't find anything. the The next best thing was like a big charter bus that would mm-hmm. go from London to to uh. Westminster Abbey or not Westminster no um Windsor Windsor Castle and to Stonehenge and I I didn't want to really do a big charter bus and so I looked on TripAdvisor to see if there was any other tours like this and then all of a sudden there's this crazy article about this purple flying purple people eater I don't know something yeah, yeah, I don't even remember exactly s- what it was called silly but. name for a, a tour company yeah. but it was a private taxi just like what we had uh on well actually no that was a taxi but this is a, a private car. A guy owns this car and he gives people tours and he'll pick you up anywhere in London. Most comfortable van I sat in ever. Yeah. Ever. And anyway, he picked us up in the uh, at our flat and he gave us a private tour all day long of Windsor Castle and went. To well, he didn't Wood. tour Windsor with us. He dropped us off. He and, couldn't go and, in. Yeah, Windsor. he couldn't go in. Um, but uh Dropped us off and then and then picked us up at the end and then we saw Woodhenge. Yeah, took what the, I had I had never heard of. Never heard of it either. And then he took us to Stonehenge. And the cool thing is is and I did not know this until we got in the car. He's an archaeologist. <laughs> this guy is a bona fide archaeologist, and his main area of focus Stonehenge. Right. It, it could not have worked out better. Uh, you were for me. like on cloud nine. I was. McKenna is like. Seriously, it's rocks in a field. Yep. I can see that at home. Yep. 
Those were her words, exactly. Those were her words. <laughs> that, that's such a direct quote. Yeah, but w- here's the deal. We went to Woodhenge, and hands down, the best family photo we have ever taken as a family in our entire lifetime, yeah. we got standing on this one little, uh, one of the wood platforms. Actually, it's it's made of stone, but it's yeah. made to look like wood because of where they put it. Anyway. The photo, it's, it's, I think it's on your phone as the, it, it is, it's, it's my lock screen. It's your wallpaper for your lock it's screen. It's yours. my lock screen. Megan's posted it on Facebook. It's, it's all five of us. We need on to, we need stump. to print it. We need to print it because it is hands down the best picture of that vacation. And we took a lot of cliff selfies while we were gone. Yep. We, <laughs> we now have a Ravenscraft selfie formation. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> Where everyone can be partially seen. Um, and Matthew says that he always looks like a photo bomber yep. because he's stuck in the back because he's now taller than all of us. Yes, he is. Um, and, uh, but it, we need to print it because it is single-handedly the best picture we've ever taken. Yeah. So ever. Stonehenge was, I, I really thoroughly enjoyed that day. Um, it, it was incredible. I, I enjoyed seeing Stonehenge and actually learning about Woodhenge and, and spending that time with Keith, a, an archaeologist that is got all this information. We had lunch in a little town outside of there mm-hmm. and just, just we had a good time. It was he, was, good, he was a very nice guy. Very nice he guy. He was. I, I, I enjoyed that. Um, Windsor Castle was um, beautiful. Yep. My favorite part of that was, number one, the garden that we walked past. Yes. That all you can do is take a picture of it, but it was stunning. Yep. And um, and the Queen's Church. Yes. And seeing that and just knowing that the the, the people that we've studied about and, and learned about are like laid to rest there. I think that's really cool. Yeah. So um, my, my two favorite things about about Windsor Castle. Nice. But. Um, and Fudge. Was that there? I no? think. What, that wasn't Windsor? The fudge place was, was in Scotland. Oh. When we stopped and we got the fudge. Okay. We went to the little shop okay. and Jane bought her jacket because she was cold. You're right. That was Scotland. Yeah. Oh my goodness. My kids, everybody. Okay. Leading up to, leading up to leaving for our trip, we're hearing from tons of friends. We're having a heat wave over here. We're having a heat wave. And my kids get there and they're like, this is what they call a heat wave. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. It's cold. Um, McKenna, McKenna had to buy a jacket. Megan and I like shared a sweater on and off. Um, because I have a sweater that I take with me everywhere I go. Um, because I can get hold, cold at the drop of a hat. It takes nothing for me to get cold. But um, yeah, they, they were disagreeing with the weather yeah. predictions. But well, and Megan or McKenna bought we bought her what is essentially a winter coat. It is a winter coat. I'm sure and, she'll wear it this winter. And the lady who sold us to it, she goes, "Man, it's so hot. It's so hot." Why? Like, McKenna's like her lips are blue and like she's six, like shivering. It was like I don't know, 72 degrees. It's misting outside. It's it, cold. It was my. It actually might have been. It was probably about 65 degrees. It's like 65, 70 degrees she somewhere. It's so hot out here. It's so hot out here, and like, McKenna's like freezing. Um, it was it was funny. Um, there's just no humidity. There's yeah. just no humidity like we have here, and so it makes 65 feel different than it would here. Yep. Um. So anyway, we, we did Windsor Castle. We did Stonehenge. Um, Monday night when we came in, um, from that trip, we actually met up with a friend of Megan's 
whose dad was transferred to London um, at the end of not this past school year, but the one before that. So, so she has lived in London for a year now. Yep. Goes and, to school there. Um, goes to school there and she's the only American in her school. And, you know, um, they call her the American. They call her the American. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's funny. Um, but we were actually able to meet up with they, her. And they, so they Megan, call her America, right? No, I think they call her the American. Like, okay. I think that, yeah. Um, but we were actually able to meet up with her. And so Megan got to spend some time and, and just catch up and we had fish and chips. Imagine that. <laughs> I actually chose not to eat. I had a cup of tea. Yeah. Perfectly happy being able to get a cup of tea everywhere I went. Yep. That was like, I think that might be my favorite part of England. It didn't matter where I went. I could get a cup of tea. Um, and then, and then we headed back and, it was it was, and that was, it was, was an another day. it was another amazing day had a had a great time um and uh our last day was that we we did we went to Cardiff and yeah. did the Doctor Who experience so i i got us tickets another train, long train ride another long train ride couple hours uh we uh, took it to Wales we actually that was our yep. we added a country to our our tour and so we what was that car you said Cardiff and once we got off the train, we took a taxi to the Doctor Who experience, which is basically a Doctor Who museum. And they do have an attraction there. And it was for me, I was in Key Kevin and I absolutely loved it. It was but really our cool. Our whole family loved it. it. It was it was seriously cool. Minus minus the Weeping Angels. Yeah. Seriously, people don't like those. Um, It was it was seriously cool. And if you ever have a chance to do it, if you're a Doctor Who fan, you, you if you're a Doctor Who fan, you have to make a chance to do it. Yes. Um. It was it was just that cool. I I'm telling you, all five of our family lo- loved that experience. Right. They didn't all love it as much as I did. Who you know, I mean, you guys I went through the museum in probably about an hour. I was there well, for an needed, extra hour. Well, I needed to prop my foot up, yeah, and I, I was, and I was. Not rushing you, I just knew. I know that was what cool. my body couldn't handle, and so I um I I saw everything in there. Yeah. I didn't, you know. Um, I really enjoyed um seeing all of the um doctor's costumes. Yes, lined up. Um, that was that was really cool. Um, the Tarlets. the different Daleks. Yeah, loved that. Um, got to a spot where I'm like. I think I must have quit watching before then because I don't remember that at all. Yeah. And it was with um, Matt Smith and it, it's got to be a Christmas episode that I never saw. Yeah. So, um, but once I was done, I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm done and I don't need to rush him, but I need to go get off my foot. Yep. And, and that's what I did. I went and I sat in a little ca- cafe they had um, downstairs and, or on the first level where the whole thing starts and just waited for you and I, and I was fine with that. Yep. And and I so appreciate it because I was really soaking it in. It was cuz it's not just the new doctor. It's got all the classics. Everything stuff and, and they have sets from from the Tardis and They had all the different Tardises. It yeah. is just incredible. Yeah. It was so I much fun. I love that I love that the um that the David Tennant Tardis is actually like after it had blown up. Blown up and so it was it anyway I, I liked it. Yep. Incredible. Yep. And and the gift shop there is 
man. I, it, I was waiting for Megan to buy me a weeping angel. Like I seriously thought you were going to do that. Yeah. And I would not have been happy. <laughs> I did buy a weeping angel shirt that says blink, 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 yeah. blink, blink, blink. You notice you also don't wear it yet. It's because I'm, I'm waiting to drop it maybe another four or five pounds. Okay. Yeah. Don't wear it around me. <laughs> we'll see. I already don't sleep. There's no reason to make it worse. All right. So anyway, um, Doctor Who experience was great. Uh, we had a wonderful, it, actually the best dinner I think we had on our entire trip was probably. No, I we had two really good, I had two really good dinners in Paris. Okay. Okay. That's right. But okay, the best dinner we had in, in England. Yeah. It was at the Prince. I'm seeing we weren't even in England. We went to Wales. It was in Wales. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. It was, it was, it was, wasn't it actually the Prince of Wales? Was it was the, the Prince name, of Wales was the restaurant. Of the restaurant. It was an old and, theater yeah. called the Prince of Wales, but it, it was incredible food. And I had uh, salmon there, salmon and yeah. mashed potatoes. My, our kids were so excited to eat a vegetable. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was fantastic. Do you ever hear parents say that? Like our kids were so excited to eat a vegetable. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was good. It was great food. Anyway, and so then we took a train back to our flat, and that was our that was our extent in in that part of the UK. And the next morning, we oh, and by the way, that night uh, there was a um, tube strike started, right? And so there was no tubes, and getting on a bus was a lot of fun. Uh, it incredibly packed. Yep. But we made it, and then the next morning we were thankfully able to find a bus to, find a bus and to get us back to to St Pancras Station this time, and we took the Eurostar from London all the way to France. Yes, and so yeah, so then we got to Paris, uh, and do we want to stop there and and pick up next week, or can we just keep going and you can split it in two, and we can record another intro and you can like mush it together. I. I you know what? We're already in an hour and 10 minutes. Uh, I, I'd like to right. get some lunch and I want to answer more A to Z questions and okay. all that good stuff. And we'll we'll talk about the... the told you it was going to take more than one. Yeah, no, I, we can do it in one. Whatever. I thought we could. I knew better. Anyway, I'll start I don't know the why music you doubt me. I, I shouldn't doubt you. You shouldn't. But you're right. So anyway, that that was the first half of our vacation. And uh, we and, and some exciting and interesting things happened. In Paris and in the Netherlands, and and I don't and I don't want to rush through it. Well, see, and, and the next, I don't want to take next week off because we, we won't. We'll be take, periscoping, right? We won't. I don't know what you mean about take next week off. We just said we we're going to record weekly. I know, but Jeez. if you if I split it up into two, I think Paris. I think honestly, I think Paris and Amsterdam can be covered in half of an episode. Well, well, that'll be and the then, first half of next week's yeah. episode, and then we'll talk about what's been going on since. Yep. Perfect. Fist bump that. Love it. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Family from the Heart. Um, We are now back to a weekly schedule uh, until the end of the school year. So we're excited about that. Every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, we're going to be broadcasting this live on Periscope. Uh, We will be doing it in the uh, horizontal instead of the vertical. Uh, So it'll work anyway. Check it out, uh, GSPN on Periscope. You can follow me there. And uh, anything else, Stephanie? I think so. All right. Well, until next time, we encourage you to... Live your life on purpose.
Samantha.